What's up, everybody? You're listening to Back to the Feature. This is the podcast where we talk about films and entertainment. My name is Joseph. And I'm Edward. I'm Yaya. Oh, sorry. I'm Hugo. <laughs> I was waiting because I thought Damn I didn't it. know who was supposed to go. Who was supposed to tell us? Damn. Oh, well. It's great. Um, so, guys, uh, obviously, we're not together physically, but we are together in spirit. Um, we're in... <laughs> quarantine or what is it stay uh stay at home yeah whatever so we're not taking any chances we're taking this uh pandemic very serious and i am at least and uh don't want to risk it um so briefly for the for the the main topic of the show we are going to be talking about tiger king it's a uh, documentary uh limited limited series documentary on netflix um it's it's fucking insane. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, we're going to go into de- detail and talk about that. Um, but first, I want to get everyone's take on um, how you're dealing with this, you know, self-isolation thing, because I know, you know, it's different for everybody. So, Ugo, let's go ahead and uh, kick it off with you. Sure. Um, I guess not to get, like, terribly, like, deep or, you know, overtly personal, um, I'm, I'm really extroverted. I'm, I'm a bit of an extrovert. Uh, you know, y'all probably realize this by now. So I live alone. You know, I don't really hang out with too many of my neighbors or really any of them. I know one, you know, um, and I work in an environment. I typically work in an environment that's really busy, really, you know, uh, noisy and chaotic and it's just like on the go all the time so having to go from that to being all alone in my apartment it's been a total like you know drastic change and it it raised my anxiety a little bit like you know I, I even to the point like I got a little short of breath like I was like kind of getting stir crazy and I'm like I, I need to have some kind of personal interaction I need to see somebody so I called up a friend of mine and I was like, can we have like a social, like a social distant, uh, meetup. And so mm-hmm. we met up in his, uh, shout out Evan. Thank you so much for doing that. That really helped me out a lot. We met up in his driveway and we were like six feet apart, but we were just like, you know, chilling there drinking beers, but it's been our, it's been an adjustment Work keeps me busy. It's the downtime that really just kind of starts to like mess with my head that I'm like, Oh damn, like I'm all alone. I don't have roommates. I don't have a pet. I don't have any of that. So it's been a struggle, but obviously, I mean, it's totally for the best. Like it's the smartest thing you can do right now. You know, just have as little contact with, you know, other people as possible. If you don't need to be out, don't be out again. They've already established like citywide law that if you can't, if you want to go out for a walk, that's fine. If you mm-hmm. want to go and like take your dog out or your pets out or even just to go work out outside, that's fine. But, you know, limit that. Don't be doing it all the time or don't be like, you know, hanging out with friends every single day. Just kind of do it within reason. But other than that, it's been okay. You know, I mean, it's it, like I said, it's not my favorite, not the ideal situation, but I mean, that's kind of how it is. Right. It's, we have to deal with it. Yeah. Um, 
Let me. I just want to say to you, I look ridiculous with these fucking big ass. <laughs> oh my god! Let's just let me just call myself out for that. I feel like especially an with idiot. The, the white the white background, it just stands out so much. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, funny. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What's been going on, man? I haven't really heard too much from you. Uh, how how are you dealing with this situation? Oh, I'm the opposite, man. I'm introverted as hell. I love it. I'm uh, reading a lot watching a shit ton of movies and tv shows and oh, nice. yeah just enjoying it overall yeah you you fucking tore through uh tiger king pretty quick oh yeah started, and you started it yesterday right yeah i started yesterday like a couple hours before the podcast was supposed to happen yesterday mm-hmm. and i just i couldn't stop watching it all night mm-hmm. yeah it's it's yeah, it's addicting it's, it's really good crazy yeah yeah. Um, anything else to add? Uh, do you miss not? Uh, so Yaya and I um, work together uh, in different departments. And unfortunately, Austin is one of the cities that went on like a, a lockdown where only essential businesses can remain open. And our company was deemed not essential. Um, but, you know, you could still work from home. But unfortunately, he and I have jobs where we're unable to work from home. So uh, we we have been put on leave um, with pay up until the end of this month, and then after that, we have to use our uh, personal time, uh, PTO or whatever, uh, to cover the rest of uh, our hours. So, yeah, yeah, how how's that going for you? It does suck not uh, not working, and it's I don't know. I just feel really bored a lot of the time. Plus, the the not walking a lot is it feels really weird. Like my legs are just stiff cause they're not walking mm-hmm. like usual and I can't go work out anywhere. I, mm-hmm. I ran around my neighborhood this morning, which was fun, I guess, but I still can't go actually work out, which is, which sucks the most probably. Were there a lot of people out working out uh, like running also or? Uh, no, I only saw two other people, but it was early. It was like uh, seven o'clock. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Um, what about you, Edward? What's what's? I know you're still working, right? Uh, I am an essential employee at an essential business, <laughs> and so nothing nothing's really changed. I still have to wake up, go to work. I come home, and then like I, it's weird because I know you guys are at home. I I feel like while y'all are at home, y'all get to like binge watch TV and catch up on stuff and. I feel like I'm like falling behind, especially because like I know y'all have a lot of stuff so y'all can watch and talk about. So I'm glad that actually that the Tiger King came out because it's something we can all talk about. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, it's just like I was kind of I'm I'm glad that I still have a job. At the same time, it's like I, it's one of those things where it's like everyone else gets to stay home. Why can't I? Type of thing. But, FOMO. Yeah, I guess I don't know, but yeah, I'm still working. I'm still. Doing that nine to five or eight to five, but right. Uh, <laughs> well, changed. you know, it, it it can be worse, man. Because honestly, um, it does feel nice to be home, and this is just my take on it. Um, it does feel great to be home and not have to work. And mm-hmm. I've been utilizing this time to do a lot of things that I just haven't had the time to do. Uh, in terms, like today, today's been my most productive day. Um, and yeah, yesterday was semi-productive, but I've been uh, practicing the guitar because I bought an acoustic right. guitar four years ago. 
I wanted to learn, really didn't touch it. And so now mm. I've been, you know, spending some time about yeah. an hour and a half to two hours a day. Was and that then, thing uh, hidden in your closet or what? Yeah, it's a nice guitar, man. I was an idiot and I went and like dished out like some money for like your my first guitar, which I shouldn't have done. But um, yeah, doing that, uh, d- did some writing today, worked on this uh, script for a short film I've been working on. And then, nice. um, yeah, and, and uh, what else did I do? There's there. Oh, uh, I've been doing a uh, Duolingo. Ugo, I'm trying to get better nice. at Spanish, trying to get on Ugo's level. So yeah, uh, I've been doing the deal. Yeah. <laughs> right, we need to. And um, yeah, so I've, I've just been, those are those are things that at the beginning of the year, I would say they were my New Year's resolution, but they were things I wanted to work on and improve on. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, work, we, I work pretty long hours at work. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's kind of difficult when you get off and you've got like two or three hours to just relax and, and squeeze all those things in. So mm-hmm. um, it, it, it has been nice. But in terms of, of uh, finances, it is a little worrying because I don't want to have to use my vacation time to get paid while I'm at home. Um, but, you know, and I'm fortunate enough to be in that position to be able to use some. And I know not everyone is. So, I'm not, you know, I'm not. up. Don't worry. Don't worry, dude. You're going to get a government check in six months. You'll be fine. <laughs> six months? That, it's going to take forever, man. There's no way we're getting it. I mean, I did hear that if you filed your taxes online, that it should be a little quicker. Like, the direct deposit will work yeah. like normal. But people who did their like taxes with somebody who filed them somewhere else, it might take a little longer. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take. Yeah. I mean, I've heard six months. I've heard as little as like three weeks, but I don't think it'll be, I don't think a, a month would be really surprising. Like mm-hmm. oh. it, it may happen. It may, but I have no clue. So it is. A oh shit. Joseph's showing us around his crib. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm trying to like, I was noticing you guys are like all smart. Y'all are like in a, like white wall and you can't see your background so i'm like oh geez, yeah someone's I'm, watching this i'm hiding the monstrosities that lie beyond the <laughs> camera i was like if somebody's watching this and they're like pinpoint where i live and coming like i mean you can try and rob me you're not ta- you're not going to take much but mm-hmm. it's gonna take those headphones <laughs> you can take these uh headphones <laughs> all right nice there we go nice I've got one of those uh, secret Taliban location videos now. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that wasn't directed towards you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, all right. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm out. See you, see you later. I know There's you're an Jordan. FBI agent on this call. So in, in the spirit of talking about content, for some weird mm-hmm. reason, uh, on YouTube, this, like, interview of Gaddafi popped up. And I watched it and then I was like, it got me really curious. And I was like, what the, what is going on in Libya right now? So I Googled what's happening in Libya on YouTube. And like, I started watching this video about it. And then now like, you know, the algorithm starts recommending you more videos. Oh no, that's such a dangerous (laughs) road to go down. You messed up. I I know I'm going down that rabbit hole, but I wonder if the government was all like, now they're like monitoring me. They're like, what is this guy what is this guy Googling? Pornhub? Yeah, Joseph starts with an interview, ends up with a beheading video. The government's like, what is going <laughs> on right now? 
<laughs> Jesus, that, I don't, I don't like yeah. watching that crap. <laughs> well, that dude died. That dude died a long time ago. Oh yeah, how long ago was that? Uh, at least a decade, I would assume. No, it's like eight or eight or nine years. Yeah. Yeah. I just know that uh, Hillary Clinton clip where she was like, "We came, we saw he die." <laughs> She's like laughing. Yeah, dude. That's <laughs> that's when her that's when the lizard uh, popped out for a second. Right. Yeah. <laughs> her reptilian self. Yeah. Have you guys seen that clip? clip? <laughs> Have you guys seen that clip? Uh, I think it's when she got the Democratic nomination and they drop a whole bunch of balloons and she looks up and she goes, wow. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, like the fakest reaction ever. Oh. It was so bad. <laughs> That's funny. Edward, what what else, man? What's uh, so? Have you have you watched anything besides Tiger King? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I did. I watched uh, Black Swan for the first time yesterday. Really? On, uh, yeah, I think it was on HBO because it's uh, you know HBO yeah. has a, a section where it's like uh, leaving this month. Mm-hmm. So I was scrolling through there and I was like, you know what? I've never <laughs> seen Black Swan, and so I checked it out. It's it's weird. So like afterwards, I went on YouTube and I was like, the meaning behind it. So, I mean, it, it was all right. It was good. I just, like, Pretty once it was over, it. I was, uh, yeah, I was like, once it was over, I, I was like, I went on YouTube and I was like, I, I want to see someone's explanation of what the meaning is of all this. And I found a couple and I'm not going to say I agree with them, but they kind of help make sense. Like, you know, when she's the white swan because she's innocent and young and she has trouble being like older and that's what the black swan supposedly represents is her like becoming a woman yeah. type of thing like the whole plot outside of the ballet itself was a parody of swan lake mm. you know like um nina is the white swan the whole time mm-hmm. mila kunis is the black swan the uh teacher the choreographer the director of the ballet he's the prince and like it's it's all like a parody the whole time that's why like First of all, it's funny you mentioned Black Swan. I also watched Black Swan, like, it, but it's one of my favorite movies. I love, I loved oh, okay. it when it first came out, and I did see that on on HBO as well that it was leaving. So I was like, oh yeah, let me let me watch it again just for fun, man, dude. I love that movie so much, and um, it's 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 phenomenal. It's such a well done movie, but that's also why like the musical score in the movie is the same music of Black Swan, just kind of like there's some alteration to it, it but it's mm-hmm. the same music because that the whole plot itself is a parody of black swan of, of swan oh, okay yeah yeah and, ju- and just uh for anyone who's listening who doesn't know it was uh written and directed by darren aronofsky mm-hmm. who also did the uh, movie you saw uh mother with jennifer lawrence oh okay mm-hmm. they had a lot of similarities like very like the camera's like right here like following you type of type yeah. of look yeah, the cool thing about um, Black Black Swan, um, I saw this behind the scenes video, and apparently, like the director, he wanted the lighting setup like very simple, a lot of natural lighting, and uh, there's like this cool. So they just use like this like lantern looking thing. It's just like a round ball with like you know like a handle on it, and they use that to like light the scene, like most scenes. So I thought that was pretty interesting, pretty simple setup. Mm-hmm. Other than yeah, that, yeah. No. I may have seen something else, but I can't remember. Oh, 
Yeah, you can't say what else you've you've been watching. He got that um, <laughs> he got that free membership on Pornhub. <laughs> I heard about that, but no. Um, I, I heard about it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, yeah. I heard about it as well. <laughs> you know what I saw? I saw this I like fu- funny TikTok where uh, this chick mm. like is it's like uh, how to tell if your husband watches porn, and then like she's like, um, it's like playing some video, and then it plays the intro. It's like, I mean, like, I don't know how it goes because I've never heard uh, it. <laughs> But it plays the intro song, and then she's like, "What? Do you know what that is?" And he's just like, "No." But I don't know. I don't know if he was playing dumb or what. <clears throat> I was gonna say, speaking of TikTok, you've been posting quite a few in your free time. Yeah, yeah. I you have. Ugo. Yeah, I have. I actually, because I, I also like many people during this self isolation mm-hmm. period, I downloaded TikTok. Um, I posted mm-hmm. one. Actually, it's funny. The one that I posted, I was eating a pizza. I was watching Black Swan <laughs> when I was. Oh, okay. Was that, yeah. You um, should do more. Yours is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was sad. Yeah, you're just like, babe, yeah. do you want some pizza? Oh, <laughs> is there a time limit? Oh yeah, I'm single. Um, is there 15. a time limit? I don't. I don't have it, but I'm just curious. Like, what? Jeez. It's like a 15 second clip. 15 mm-hmm. to a minute, I think. Oh shit! Uh, oh wow! There, you, yeah, you can choose six. You can choose a sixty-second uh, clip, but you can't. Um, you can't use music because I think music you can only use like fifteen seconds of a song or something like that. I think mm. I thought it was seven seconds. <laughs> We're not talking about how long you last. So, <laughs> nah, divide divide that by two minus minus uh, four. No, I mean I'm actually impressed. That's that's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's um, what I'm thinking about sports. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, sports is dead right now. Yeah. Oh no. D E D. Um. So in in terms of like watching other shows, I really haven't watched much, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because I'm I'm in like self isolation that I have the opportunity to just watch anything I want and I just don't want to watch anything because I haven't had the urge or I haven't really watched anything as, except for Tiger King and then I recently started Ozark season two. Oh, oh my god! Um, sorry. So Ozark I'm gonna go so ahead good. and catch. No, it's fine. I'm gonna go ahead and catch up on They're that. Good. And then I did nice. start watching um, Emma, the movie Emma. And uh, Edward and I, we kind of talked about it, but I, I don't know what it was. And I don't know if it's because I'm not in the mood to watch things, but I just wasn't into it. And mm. It was I, boring, to be honest. Yeah, it really, really was. Uh, you shut your mouth, to, Ugo. I kind of wanted to watch it, you know? No, okay, no, no. no wait, the beginning I was going to say, yeah. okay, well, yeah. This is what I was telling Joseph. It's weird because at the draft house, they would show that trailer all the time. And I yeah. was like, man, I'm tired of seeing this fucking trailer. And so when I got the opportunity to go watch it for free, I went to go watch it and I actually ended up liking it. And then Joseph the whole time, he was like, Oh, I want to see that. I want to see that every time we go to the movies, trailer pop up. And then he's like, text me. He's like, I, I saw Emma. It was boring. I turned it off. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it was just weird. I was like, dude, you wanted to see it. And you thought it was boring. And I didn't care to see it. And I liked it. I guess I like, it happens like that sometimes. I like Clueless better. Is it the same thing or what? Yeah, Clueless is uh, the movie of Clueless is based on the story Emma. Oh, like, it's almost identical. Oh, like that makes when a you lot of sense. Like, yeah, is Emma the Jane Austen one? Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. It was. It was that period in the '90s where there were a couple of movies that were like you know based on um, classic novels. 
Like, you know, but in like, modern times, modern <laughs> like times, Romeo like, and Juliet, like exactly. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet, 10 things I hate about you was based off of, I think the Tempest, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Shakespeare. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a couple other movies that, that did the same, but, uh, yeah. Clues, was Shakespeare in uh, love based uh, off anything? Um, no, <laughs> it's not. It's, <laughs> it's no. just not a very good movie. <laughs> I mean, was Shakespeare, it's Shakespeare in love. Didn't it win Best Movie? It sure did. Best Picture? It won an Oscar for Best Picture? It won the Oscar for Best Picture and Best Actress. That must have been a a slow year, man. No, it was, like, totally robbed. Like, it was... I think that movie won up against, like, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, wow. Gwyneth Paltrow won Best Actress. And she was boring AF in that movie. Um so Ugo, so I know you know a lot about like you know celebrities and the Oscars. Uh-huh. What's going on with Gwyneth Paltrow? So I heard some news about her. Like she's getting shit. People are saying she's like weird and giving bad advice, and she got a <gasps> Joseph. <gasps> How dare you? Sorry, man. How dare you? Do- you don't know about this. Like, did he? Did he strike a nerve with you? Yeah, oh, she's uh. She became kind of like a, I guess, what would you call it? Like a lifestyle enthusiast? Or, like a new age yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, she has, um, Goop. it's a brand called Goop. Goop, yeah. Goop. And it's yeah. multiple things. Like, it's a multi-faceted <laughs> like, company. Dude. They have, like, skincare sex products. Toys. They have sex toys. They have, like, a, you know, mm-hmm. bar. Dude, they have, they have an egg you shove up your vagina to clean it. Dude. Don't they have a like All a kinds vagina of scented candle? Yeah, 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 of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Called, yeah. This candle smells like my vagina. <laughs> yeah, it's, and she it's, owns that company. She is like front face front in all of that. Yeah, like she is. Yeah, I think there's actually a Netflix show about it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Can you wild, buy an egg dude. that she's actually already used? No, no. Uh, you're supposed to put yeah. it inside you. Oh, gross, <laughs> Joseph. I mean. Do you want that? Uh, yeah, friend. Joseph's the kind of guy that buys used panties out of the out of the vending oh. machine. I mean, vending machines. <laughs> yeah, in Japan. Uh, um, but yeah, so she's uh, she's not completely like weirded out. I think she just found this niche like audience that is super into this stuff. And oh, yeah. she is just like riding it as much as she can because I know She's for a while. She's money. Oh, for 100%. Like for a while, she was, um, I think it might be the same brand. They had a, um, a brand of like juices that they do like a juice cleanse. And mm-hmm. it was one of those that they were selling at Whole Foods where like each juice, mind you, it's like, it's smaller than, than, a, than a like, you know, beer can. Can? Each juice was like, like $16 or something like that. It was crazy. And, P- and you have to drink six of these a day on your like, Oh yeah. On yeah. Like your 20 day juice cleanse. Like it's ridiculous. And people were doing it because they're like, Oh yeah, well look how skinny Gwyneth Paltrow is. You know? Yeah. It's, it's exclusively for rich people. A hundred percent. Sounds like it. Yeah. Oh, so it's for Edward. Yeah. <laughs> what? Hey, just, hey Zan. The only guy that's working. <laughs> He's the only one working. Oh, well, no, Ugo is, Oh, I'm too. working, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Ugo's um, lucky he gets to work from home. Oh, I would much rather not work from home. Oh, really? Must be nice. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I've been working from home this whole time. Yeah. No, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, 
for some reason, when he said working from home, I, I was thinking uh, Yaya. I was like, I didn't know he's working from home. Oh, yeah. yeah, they ship uh, it to me, and then I, I ship it back out. Right, well, that, yeah. No, that's what caught me off guard because I was like, how did Joseph get sent home if he didn't? <laughs> uh, I got you. Oh, no. So, yeah. <clears throat> I've uh... – I've been watching a lot of, uh, like, really dirty, trashy uh, 80s sci-fi and fantasy. Uh-huh. It's so amazing, dude. What, what it, shows? I, I, mostly movies. Like, uh, there's a movie on Prime called Sorceress. It, it's a, it's really good fantasy, you know, the story. Mm-hmm. But it's so shittily done, low budget, just trashy looking. Uh, I watched an uh, animated movie called Heavy Metal uh, yesterday. That's on Vimeo. That's really, really, really good uh, sci-fi. And then, um, yeah, there's like Fire and Ice, Wizards. There's just a, like, if you look around, none of it's on one platform, but if you look around, you can find some really weird 80s fantasy and sci-fi. Hmm. I'm very interested to, in that right now. I might have to look into hmm. that. Maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe I need to just watch some, like, weird off-the-wall shit. Stuff that's like stuff you'd never yeah. watch. Yeah. Yeah. Some tri- some B yeah some like B horror film stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know why but I got the a... urge to watch Swamp Ape again. Ah <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's pretty bad, but it's so bad it's good. Yeah. Um. From our last uh recording, I got inspired to watch Velocipaster, so I saw it that night. <laughs> it was horrible. I don't know what you were talking about. It was so bad. Like, yes, it was totally tongue-in-cheek, but sometimes it wasn't. And I'm like, uh... Like, <laughs> it wasn't so bad it was good? Like, you didn't no, laugh at I, it at all? I, you I didn't, didn't laugh? No. no, I just kept thinking that the priest was hot, and that was it. Oh, my <laughs> but God. The workout scene was funny, though. He's um, actually a pretty good actor, no? I mean, I guess. <laughs> it wasn't great, but... Compared to know. Yaya's acting on my YouTube channel. Oh, <laughs> hey, why, why am I being... Um, so yeah i saw that Uh, i saw black swan um i've seen random things here and there i saw all of tiger king and um actually you inspired i I text you about it you inspired me to watch Mad Men. so i finally picked back up on it because i had just seen the first episode like i mentioned and um i actually like decided to start watching it and i finished the first season so yeah, nice. it's, it's really good. I like it a lot. I like how uh, simple it is, but it's the characters are really complex. The story is not terribly complex, but each character is definitely, you know, um, it, it's a lot more, there's a lot more depth to them than it on surface level. And it, I kind of work in an advertising like feel. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I relate yeah. to a lot of things that they're talking about. Cause we've come up with campaigns. We've come up with, you know, um, ideas for, um, for you know shoots and commercials and stuff, so I, I can kind of identify with some of that. But and and rampant sexual harassment. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like if I had a yeah, wife, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, I'm cheating on you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, you know. Get when I worked with Dougal, he cornered me and tried to give me a hug. Yeah. And that's why you guys are friends now. Yeah, that's why I thought we'd be friends. That's why I was like, "So I'm a part of this podcast, right?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was like stepping into my office and he just pushed a button and the door locked. The door closed yeah. and locked. I'm like, uh, cancel my entire turn, please. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, uh, we just had some technical difficulties, but we're back online. So, well, yeah, we're back online. So, we're going to go ahead and start. 
this off with Tiger King. We're going to dedicate the rest Tiger of the King? show to Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, uh, let's let's get to everyone's uh, initial thoughts. So Edward, let, let's hear what you you thought of the show. Oh. I I I love the show. I'm not gonna lie. Like the I what happened was I saw the memes on the internet and I was like, who the hell is this? And then, like, I, I saw it on Netflix. It was, like, the number one thing everyone's watching. So I started watching it. What I love about it is that it plays no favoritism. Like, <laughs> it, shows you, it shows you the good and the bad of Joe. It shows you the good and the bad of uh, Carol. The good Carol. Bad of everyone that's involved. Like, it, you know, that's one thing I did like about it. It didn't show, kind of like, you know, like making a murderer. It's all on his side. This one, it was kind of like, you can make it up on your own. Who, who are you going to believe or not? But I like that every episode, it just gets better and worse. I don't know. I liked it a yeah. lot. I'm glad I got to watch it. Yeah, the guy's definitely not biased. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah what, do you, what, what are your initial thoughts about it? Uh, I mean, I, there, there is no time for me to say all my thoughts on it, but it just it made me really bummed out because my life is so boring guys (laughs) things that those people do it it just every day their life is a fucking movie i'm over here being like how 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 do you get to your point in life where this is just normal for you Mm -hmm. Uh, and it it was weird like it's hard to believe that there's people out there that actually live like that all the time especially like doc Adler, whatever his name is. Dude. Yeah. And like I nine mean, wives. Yeah, dude. And young girls really. had to be virgins. Yeah. Like, oh, that, that creeped me out. That part. He was me so out. creepy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, the, and in the end, you find out what he does to the tiger cubs, too, which is just brutal. That guy is evil. And yeah. the funniest shit when he starts directing them is that oh, they're like, yeah. It's ama- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. Like, He's better at directing than us. Yeah, there yeah. we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah that guy. Are, yeah. Oh, dude, that guy's so fake. Like he, put, you could tell he's performing. Oh, and I like how they everything. include that. I like. I really enjoy how they included that. So that's okay. So I guess I'll just talk about my initial what I really liked yeah. about the show. I really like that they include, and this is a style of documentary filmmaking. But I like that they include the the process of making the show as part of the that's part of the narrative narrative of the 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 document series um you can think of it as another plot point to you know all these different things that are going on and part of the journey is the filmmaking journey and what the filmmaking filmmakers were discovering like the guy said he didn't how long did how many years did it take him to make this he started Uh, in what 2005 10 years right or something like that Wait, which one are you talking about? The one who made this one or the guy who was the fil- documentary filming it before? filmmaker who made Tiger King. The one who actually I thought it was made... like I thought it was like twenty fourteen that he Yeah, I'm like he... it wasn't that long. Okay, so it was like five or six years. Yeah. Because yeah, the, I believe the so. filmmaker initially says he's like, When I first started this, I never thought this would take me take five years yeah. of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was looking at a reptile dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I thought that I, that's what I really liked about the show that they, that they included the filmmaking journey. It's part of, it's part of the narrative. And, um, I thought that was pretty cool and interesting. And like Edward said, I think they did a pretty good job of not showing, not being biased, but I still feel like they were a little bit biased towards Joe Exotic. I think just mostly because he was like the main character, you know, because even in Carol's, 
narrative. Like he was the main like antagonist of that. So regardless of what yeah. side of the story you were looking at, he was the one mostly involved. Can I just and say Carol Baskin yeah. fucking killed her husband? I don't know. A hundred percent. No question. She killed. hundred percent. She killed her husband. Yeah. That, that oh. But Joe yeah. Exotic. The thing about Joe Exotic is he's the. He was the most open. Like he didn't really have much to hide. Mm-hmm. He wanted everybody to see everything about his life, and it, they pretty much did. But everybody else was super secretive, and they didn't want him want the filmmaker to know everything. So it's hard for him to 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 show more of them. You know, they're all <laughs> terrible, bad people. Yeah, uh, Ugo, I just want to ask you how. Because, like, when he, so when Joe Exotic, who is, like, I would say, would you guys agree he's, like, the main protagonist of the film? Yeah. I mean, it's it's named after him, right? Tiger King. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Joe Exotic, he you know, he's the, the main guy. It's really what the documentary kind of centers around him. Um, dude, I felt really horrible for him whenever he was talking about how, you, you know, when he was young, he knew he was gay, and he tried to commit suicide. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, no. And his I own mean, father, that's... his own father, told him not to go to his funeral. That's mm-hmm. man, oh, yeah. shake his hand, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like make like, a deal in front of your mom, like you're not coming. Did that hit you or yeah. no, Ugo? Um, I mean, I can empathize with that. I didn't. That was never the case for me. Like, I, I didn't know when I was a little kid, nor did I like have. <clears throat> To this day, luckily, I haven't had anybody turn me away because they found out, you know, because I right, them, right. I've, I've luckily not had that that problem. Not to my face, at least, you know, nothing yeah. that I know of. Oh, so but I, I would, just want to I just want to yeah, touch okay. on that real quick. My uh, one of my one of uh, our friends, Edward and I's friends is listening to, to the podcast or watching the video and uh, <laughs> He was like asking because you know when you were talking, we said something on the last video about like tight buttholes, and he was like, "Is that dude gay?" (laughs) (laughs) And then we were like, "Yeah." And then he was like, "Oh, okay." And he was like, "Man, that shit he said was hilarious." Like he was like, "I like the way he, I like the way he was playing it off and stuff." So I just wanted to let let you know that. It's true though. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So my thoughts on the, I'll just I'll jump into my thoughts. Um, it was, you know, I know this is not like the best, maybe not like politically correct phrase to say. These Mm -hmm. people are some of the most white trash people (laughs) I have ever seen on TV. I mean, I've seen plenty of that, you know, TLC is full of it, but these (laughs) people in particular, like. The the TLC stuff is played up. This is real, dude. This didn't seem like. They were they were like that because that's genuinely how they act, you know. Yeah, that's that's how they live their life every day. It just so happens yeah. there were cameras there. It it mm. was just so like it, it was such a like character, you know. Like it, he he is really Joe Exotic is man. Like I'm I'm almost interested. I would like to meet him. Really, like, are you really like this? You know, um, it was yeah. good. It, Honestly, I thought it was a mockumentary at first. I'm watching oh, it. Yeah, and it's I'm like, like, this isn't real. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, no, this is kind of like, you know, a parody of the, like how The Office is or, you know, Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. That was just kind of like, you know, they're breaking the fourth wall and all this stuff. And then the more that I'm watching it, I'm like, uh-uh, this is totally real. Like, this is 100% actually happened. And yeah, the more you watched it, every episode was just like, 
how in the world is this going to get crazier? Like, oh, that's yeah. how it got crazy, you know? And it just like kept going and kept mm-hmm. going. So it was the the way that they spread out the episodes was smart because it was intriguing enough to want to make you like know what's going to happen, but it was still done in an entertaining way. So it was, yeah, it was it was a fun watch. Was it the best docu series I've ever seen? No, but it was still definitely fun to watch. Yeah, seven, seven hours of TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, and I'm sure they had way more that they could have talked about. That's what I thought about. Um, I was like, how much footage is on the cutting room floor? Right. Well, they they, were they kept for a while. they kept saying in the beginning that if you wanted to document all of it, you'd need volumes and volumes <laughs> of books. Sure. Yeah. So like, I, I, I just I just wanted to, oh go ahead go ahead sorry. No, I was just gonna say I the the remember how that video footage got like destroyed. So was none of that none of that guys? That's what I'm curious about. You know what I'm saying? Because he's like, I lost all my life's work in that explosion, whatever. I think the the only stuff that they could show was the stuff that was already online. Yeah, uh, possibly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's oh, talk dude. about his music videos real quick. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. There is Hold no on. way that is his actual voice. That's what no, I was wondering because no he way. actually sounds yeah, good. No yeah, way. exactly. And because when he would sing live, he's singing along to the track, and you can hear the track way more. I'm like, that is not you, dude. You fucking sound like Garth Brooks. Like, yeah, sound, it's not yeah. him, dude. No. I, I heard it, and I was like, this, <laughs> this guy can – I don't care for country, but I was like, wow, this guy can sing. That's time. Yeah, right. No, but he, he can't he, he couldn't move his mouth to make that kind of exactly sound, I you know? Thing. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's impossible. No way. I really liked his message of that one song though. Tell all the hunters. Yeah. Lay, down down, down, guns. lay down your guns. Lay down your guns. <laughs> and the guy actually put puts his gun down in the video. Oh yeah. yeah. That's his uh, husband. Yeah, <laughs> That's one of, one, one of them. Yeah. Yeah. One of them, yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, I want to talk about that. So in the, in the documentary, they um, showcase several, um, I guess, like tiger zoo, zoo owners. And uh, all of them seem to be in like um, poly, polyamorous. polyamorous relationships. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, there's right there. He is right there. Joe Exotic with his two husbands right. who are straight, by the way. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah straight. One, husband number two. I I didn't think that this one, when I first uh-huh. saw him, I was like, I don't think he's gay. Like, yeah. when he, I mean, of course, this is totally me stereotyping, but, you know, I don't know his life. Yeah. I think maybe at some level they might have been not as straight as they seem. I mean, but well, it definitely didn't seem like they were in love with him. Yeah. I mean, he was, that, he, he was tricking them. Yeah. He ended up running off with the the secretary and getting her pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how they were saying they're like, you know, Travis was like banging every girl there. Yeah, you know? yeah. Which I also believe. But then, you know, sorry, let me get this off my back. <laughs> um, <laughs> it. I was really curious as to that because I'm like, how does this work? I'm like, Joe Exotic doesn't seem like he has a lot, like that much disposable income. They live pretty poorly. Like mm-hmm. even compared to like business owner standards like it doesn't seem like he has as much money as it seems and anyway so i think, I I think, at, a, I think at a point he was doing really well for himself i think at a certain point maybe that's true he that's true. i think i think yeah. at, there was a certain point where he was probably making a million maybe even two million he, he, he made he made that profit because he yeah. was able to buy all these guns and 
Mm-hmm. Um, he was cutting costs on all kinds of stuff. Dude, the Walmart meat. I'm yeah. sorry. That was uh, just so gross. And it was sad that hey, the workers would have to dig through that to get some food for themselves because they couldn't he, afford to actually pay for it. Oh, at least I he was paying them, though. Yeah. Fucking Carol Baskin. But barely anything. That Dude, bitch, that bitch. Carol Baskin. Oh, my God. That, that's why I'm like, yeah. she is They're, they're volunteers. Yeah. Volunteers. And you guys volunteer like, for years. Why should I pay them while they work when they can when they want to work for free? Yeah, and she's a fucking millionaire. Multi-millionaire. Multi-millionaire, yeah. She is worth so much money. Um You got to I was just yeah. oh, go ahead. I was just going to say you got to be like in four of Joseph's shorts to get a green shirt like yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that all fixed? <laughs> um no yeah, yeah emails but, it uh, to you. <laughs> but yeah, this was um, uh, it, it it was like fuck, dude. It was just bizarre, you know. Like every time they'd they'd be talking about like the whole dynamic of their relationships and and all of that. But then you know you find out later on what was the main factor in this relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all the drug use. Yeah, it was drugs. And, um, yeah. You know, like I, I think I don't know if I mentioned it on this podcast before, but meth is a really big problem. Like just in general, but I know specifically in the gay community, it's a bad problem. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, I have run across it more times than I care to admit. Like wow. times that, you know, I'm invited over to somebody's home, like, you know, like, oh yeah, do you want to hook up? Or oh yeah, we're just gonna be hanging out, like, you know, on a on a hookup app or whatever. Even if it's just like, oh yeah, we're gonna be chilling here. Yeah, sure. Like, you know, why not? Like, make some new friends or meet people. Like, I, I kind of treat it as an open, you know, forum where I'm like, yeah, like, sometimes I just want to, you know, meet somebody and, and hook up. Okay. Other times I just kind of want to, like, somebody's like, oh, yeah, we're hanging out. Like, me and my roommate, we're just hanging out and watching some TV. Do you want to come over? And I'm like, sure. I'll go for a bit. If I don't like it, then I'll leave. There have been a couple times I've shown up and they're straight up just doing math. Like and I, not, I, I am really proud to say I have never stuck through it. I get there and I'm like, no, nope, I am not interested. I'm not cool with it at all. It's kind of mm-hmm. shitty you didn't tell me that. And I'm out of here. And they're like, no, we can put it away. I'm like, bro, the fact is you're already all like cracked out on me right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to stay. And um, I was curious whenever the guy didn't have that much teeth. I'm like, yeah. I know that's a common thing in drug use and meth mouth. Meth Meth mouth. mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So to find out that was like the motivating factor for them to stay, I was like, Mm -hmm. dude, that sucks. Cause Travis was super young. 19, yeah. 19, dude. He's a super young guy when he first met them and was just staying there. Cause I was like, why would he just stay there? Like, at 19, mm-hmm. I mean, you have a lot of options. And, yeah, I know that, like, you know, he would. One thing I, I will say that I did respect about Joe Exotic, I mean, you can look at it through multiple ways, but he would give chances to people who were, like, fresh out of jail or, you know, that I'm like, okay, that's, that's a little bit noble. Granted, he probably was doing it because he knew it was cheap. But still, some of those people don't even have any kind of a chance, and then they learn how to do all this. And they can go from there. I mean, I was looking at it in a bigger, you know, picture where they're like, yeah, I spent X amount of years as a, you know, tiger trainer on this place. And it's, you know, 
it's a real place. You can look it up. And then if they ever wanted to move somewhere or do it again in a different environment, then, hey, you know, they have that experience. Yeah. And you can't yeah. deny he made people's lives better. Uh, totally. Like that dude, the dude with no legs, he he genuinely enjoyed working there. The blonde, the really it. skinny yeah. blonde guy, he loved working there. Mm-hmm. I think that, I feel yeah. the guy with no legs is probably the only one who is truly loyal to Joe Exotic. Hell no. What about the girl who got her arm ripped off? And yes, Steph. Dude. Okay, those two. Yeah, I could but, not believe that. That was episode one, wasn't it? Like uh, the Maybe maybe the second one. I think one. it was yeah. two. Yeah, I think it was two. Dude, yeah. I was like, <laughs> damn. That, like, she was she, like, I was back to work five days later. Man, she made yeah. everybody – she makes everybody look like a bitch. Hell yeah. 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 That was crazy. I have a question for y'all, though. Um, what is the biggest difference between a sanctuary and what Joe had besides they weren't touching the animals? That's the only difference. If you ask me, I think it's that one of them like prides itself where they, you know, focus more on the conservation of the animal. Whereas the other one is like a zoo and it's just exploiting them because zoos in general, I think the way that they get around like PETA and them being after them, is that mm-hmm. they educate kids and stuff like that. But uh, okay. his necessarily, what I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was about the education or that's the way that they also got around it. But that's the idea of having those animals like, you know, encaged like that. That's why it's a problem is because like, again, these animals are an endangered species. They're like the, very, the, the data at the very end of the documentary that says like, you know, there are only like 4,000 or so tigers native out in the world, in the wild. In the wild. there are like seven thousand yeah. in captivity. Yeah, five, five to ten thousand in the U.S. That's like that's crazy, dude. Like that's, that's so sad. So yeah, I, then you yeah, go ahead. I just want to say, and so let let's real quick let's talk about like Ugo, what you're saying, and Edward, your question. Let's talk about the differences because I'm just going to compare Carol's um, big cat rescue to the rest of them, right? And the only differences that I saw were. One, she doesn't breed the tigers, right? So she doesn't breed Mm -hmm. any animals. That's one big difference. The second big difference is she, like you were saying, she provides a sanctuary and they don't allow like pet, pet, no petting, no touching, Mm -hmm. none of that stuff. So there's no breeding and there's no touching. Aside from that, those are the two big differences in my opinion. Let's talk about some similarities. Uh, One similarity, she's charging people what was it like three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars? Oh, dude, crazy amount. Yeah, to go to per visit or something, something insane. So she's mm-hmm. charging money to just to go look at the animals. Uh, she, the the facility, she she had. I mean, regardless of if, if it's a sanctuary or not, at the end of the day, these are wild animals still in captivity. They're still being held mm-hmm. captive in cages. Number three, when they're sticking their heads to to be fed. That was just, man, I don't know. know, I didn't like that. You don't even treat your own cats like that, you know? No, not at all. Um, Yeah, those are, honestly, at the end of the day, in my opinion, there are differences. And, yes, I think what she's doing is better because she's not breeding them and she's, you know, whatever. But I I still think what she's doing is wrong and the way she's presenting herself and she's, she's, pretending to be holier than than thou you know whatever yeah. he's still just, exploiting the animals you know yeah, like absolutely. at the end of the day that's what they're both doing For like profit. um before i went to to thailand 
that's one big attraction that you see coming up anytime you're looking at like, oh, things to do in a group in Thailand. Because I went with a group of friends and definitely one of them that comes up is to like interact with tigers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more that we look into it, though, it was that if it's basic, like just the most basic thing that will separate the two. If you find a place that lets you interact with physical touch to the tigers, it's not a safe place. Like more than likely those tigers are drugged up. You know, it's like baby tigers taken away from their moms that they don't interact with them anymore, you know, and they like let people play with them and pick them up and take pictures and stuff. And like, that's also not okay. Those are the ones you stay away from because again, that's likely not like the safest and best place for the tigers to be. If you find a sanctuary that is a no pet place and you can't even get within like 20 yards of them, those are the good ones. Those are the ones that they're like, we let them run free. You know, of course we have like their feeding spots where they can come in. Like we put the food and their water and they do that, but they are allowed, like we don't manage the tigers. We just let them be here until they're safe enough to go back into the wild. You know, like they, yeah. they take tigers that were in captivity. There's a cool place in Texas that's a, a safari. So it's just this huge, huge piece of land where all the animals are pretty much loose. And then you can drive your car through it. Oh, yeah. That's by of, the dump, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, I, that idea is pretty cool. You know, they're still sort of, you know, wild, but in mm-hmm. a safer place. Hey, when quick, they were I, sho- oh. I just want to let everyone know, I think we have about 10 to 15 minutes left. Oh, okay. I was just going to say real quick. When they were showing, like, when she was trying to detect where all the spots they were sending those uh, tigers and stuff, when she was, like, following Joe's trail, I was looking really hard. I wanted to see if they sent any to that New Braunfels place, that snake farm. I was like, I have a feeling they probably got one of his, his damn tigers. Maybe. But <laughs> it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's possible. Um, I, I just – okay, so let's, let's, um, let's talk about some, some things that happened in the show. Um, like you said, we said fuck it. To we we're gonna we're gonna talk about spoilers. So if anyone who's mm-hmm. listening and you haven't finished the series, you know, just I would cut it off right now or pause it or fast forward. But really quick, do you think Edward? Yeah, and I'm gonna let's go. We'll go Edward. We'll go Yaya. Do you okay. think Joe Exotic was set up? I feel like he was because that guy was videotaping everything. And it's like, why would you do that? But unless if you were gonna, you know unless if you're going to put something on him because if when they first show it i i felt like oh it was just that guy recording everything but then it was like wait a minute this was this guy who was already involved with like the uh, fbi or whatever recording him because they they needed him to uh, admit that he had he was selling tigers or or maybe not that part but that he was uh paid someone to kill carol so i feel like he was set up now he he did do it uh it, it didn't happen but I mean, I'm not. I don't think he should serve like twenty something years. I mean, maybe five to ten. I mean, because I mean, he wanted her dead, but it, it it wasn't done. Is what my whole thing is. So I mean, that that's where I was with that. I think. I think I don't think he was set up to be honest. I think he knew a lot of things that were going on. I mean, of course it's hard to kind of answer that properly because like no one ever really knows if they're being set up. Right. But, um, I think he was set up in the sense that 
everybody was still on the wrong, but once they got to a point that they're like, okay, this is getting really wrong. Let me back out of it. So they kind of sold him out. I think yeah. that's what happened is that they were all kind of in on it. Like again, the guy taking the 3000 bucks, he was take, cause it was, he was promised five grand to, to put the hit on Carol and then, you know, get the rest whenever the deed was done. Mm-hmm. Joe only had 3000 bucks. The guy still took it. I mean, the fact that they were involved in any of those talks was already enough to incriminate them. You know, like all, of, was them. all of them though, every yeah. one of them, you know? So that's why I'm like, yeah, it, they kind of set him up, but I don't, I think that was just the intention at the end. You know, they were just kind of like, ah, oh, fuck it. Let's screw this guy over and, and be done with it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think, you know, he was set up to a point. Well, I mean, I'm just going to go off of what the people who were around him most thought. So the guy who was making his internet video show, he said that he thinks Joe Exotic, honest to God, started the park with good intentions because he really did care Mm -hmm. for the animals and he did want to take care of them. And I think that, you know, Joe Exotic, he's a guy who has some really legitimate mental issues that probably got a lot worse as time went by. So he, you know... He got lost in the sauce. It overcame him. He turned into a different person than what he originally went into it trying to be. And then one of his employees after the trial, he said that, yeah, he he probably did a lot of fucked up shit that he does deserve to be punished for, punished for but he shouldn't die in prison. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. And the guy, the guy who was hired as a hitman, it's kind of weird that they couldn't stand each other, that they hated each other like a lot but he's the guy that he chose he's the guy that he chose to go kill this woman they're all so shady dude every one of them carol her husband the one that's alive like they're all so shady dude and they even showed that he lied like in court or whatever yeah so yeah yeah but you know who wasn't shady who oh god (laughs) travis travis wasn't no no for real hold on real quick poor travis (laughs) Yeah, I want honestly. Sucks. I kind of want to get tattoos with those like bullet bullet wounds. <laughs> I want to get yeah. the, the property of Joe Exotic tattoo. <laughs> Dude, you oh, know what? Awesome. Edward, Edward was texting me, and he what did you say? He said something, and he was like, "You should make a show, of Joseph Exotic." <laughs> oh, because he was doing his TikTok. That's his good. TikToks. Yeah, yeah. He said yeah. TikTok, Joseph Exotic. Dude. Do it with your cats. Yeah. Uh, no, so here, here, really quick, let me just give my thoughts on the whole. I think so. I think he, I honestly believe that he was set up because number one, he, so the FBI planted an informant to go to, to pose as a hitman to try to course him into paying the guy. He didn't, he didn't go, he, he discussed, yeah, I want to, yeah, you want, I want you to do this. I want you to kill this lady, da, 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 da. but he never gave that guy. He never paid that guy. He was a stranger, right? He never paid him. That's one. Two. This guy, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but the one who came in, the, the one that was bald, that always wore a hat, and who took over his part, that guy. Oh, is, that no, guy uh, is, something low. Yeah, Joe, Jeff Lowe. Uh, Jeff Lowe. Jeff, Jeff that Lowe. guy yeah, actually Jeff. came in, I wouldn't say trick, but he, the guy came in, had him like sign over his part, took over his fucking zoo, took over his property. And then, like you said, he had that guy who was his friend who Joe didn't, uh, Joe didn't like. Why would he hire him to be a hitman to go and kill? Exactly. This yeah. 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 
He's a perfect guy to hire to screw somebody over, though. And I and I think they're all just so shady. And and even the ball, yeah, yeah. And then like it, it was so stupid too. The court when they're like, why, why would you believe that guy saying, oh yeah, he paid me? Why would anyone believe that man who was a convicted? Excuse me, he's a convicted felon. Yes, Joe Exotic paid me three thousand dollars to go kill this lady, but I went to go party in South Carolina instead. I went home. Because they wanted to get somebody. How is that credible? How is he believable? Yeah. So and and my so whatever I I get why they because yes he made his he made his feelings very clear he wanted Carol Baskin dead. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying. He was just so out in the open about it. I don't really think he meant it. I mean, how many times you know I joke around all the time. I'm like, I'll knock this motherfucker out or something like that. I say that all the time. It's a joke to me, right? Yeah. I think, you know, maybe for Joe, he got to a point where he was just like, I want her dead. I'll kill her. I'll shoot her. And he was making videos and doing all this crazy stuff. He was mm-hmm. doing that for almost five years before he all of a sudden he decides he wants to actually get rid of her. Yeah, he's just yeah. a person with no filter who's just going to say how he say what he feels. But I don't think he was going to really go through with it. No. They were just all so petty like against each other like it was the pettiest like pissing match they could have done and carol was like oh i'm not involved in any of this yes uh, you fucking are she wanted like, him yeah she, she wanted was. to bring him down she, she was like she had no problem spending they asked how much have you spent in legal fees and they're like millions of dollars yeah. like for yeah. what, yeah. For what yeah. dude but my big issues yeah. with that guy it's jeff, nothing my big issues Sorry. with that guy jeff lowe Dude, he is a fucking not only is he a con artist, but he like uh like just like he's a leech. He leeches off other people mm-hmm. and at the end he gets he goes into business with that guy, that other guy he owns a zoo. Yeah, and he's like he screwed me over. And that guy he mm-hmm. screwed that guy over. That's what he yeah, does. Okay. So why would anyone believe this man in court and 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 I yeah. don't know. It was yeah. just very frustrating. I honestly feel bad. I, I genuinely feel bad for that Joe Exotic yeah. and yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I I, yeah. I doubt there's anything that anyone can do to get him out, but I I hope he gets out yeah. sooner than later. To be but, honest, but but you know what? Like one person, one of the cat people that I actually I didn't hate because it seemed like he genuinely liked the animals, and he his collection was private. It wasn't for profit. He didn't let people in to go look at him. The former drug dealer in Miami. Oh yeah, like he he just had the animals because he loves animals. He yeah. wasn't showing them to anybody. Yeah, it's like. It's like that. I still think it's wrong, but he's the most normal of these crazy. Right. Yeah. And he yeah, was. I he think... actually murdered somebody. Remember, he was like, "Yeah, what am I yeah, going to Chuck... say?" Yeah, killed someone. Yeah, they killed him, and yeah, and he I was there when wouldn't they... kill an animal. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was just one of those that I mean, like they all had some kind of negative flaw about them. I do think, like, a lot of them had a decent you know, like a, a good intention behind some of this stuff. Like, you know, Joe made a really good point when he was like, these animals, like they always made me feel like I was home and they made me feel comfortable. Like they brought a level of satisfaction to him. So I think he would, you know, genuinely care about them. And they did say like, he wasn't about the tiger petting, the cub, like cub breeding for a while. It was just when they started getting into some financial trouble that they were like, mm. fuck, dude, that would bring in so much money. That's mm. such a big attraction. 
So that's when they decided to do it. And then yeah. when they did see, you know, how well it was working for them, they decided to just follow through with it. And that became one of their standards. And the, uh, the character development in the documentary was really good because they spent so much time with them. Because in the beginning of the documentary, you see Joe Exotic going at like, I, I would never shoot one of my tigers. I would rather shoot you before I shoot one of them. And then towards the end of it, when that tiger grabs his foot, he just he whips out his gun. He starts shooting at them. And he's like, I'll shoot you in the fuck between the fucking eyes. It's like, whoa, <laughs> dude, you've changed since what the beginning of this that? documentary. Yeah. I so I yeah. thought he shot. I thought he shot it, but he actually shoots at the ground yeah. like he's just scaring yeah, yeah, him. Scare, scare yeah. him. Hey guys, so he'll... so so real quick, I think we have less than like three minutes left. So let's just do a okay. sign off, and if it doesn't cut off within three minutes, whatever, we'll 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 work around it. So okay, uh, right. uh, Edward, let me just get. We'll go, Edward, Ugo, yeah, yeah, uh, Edward, your closing thoughts. Uh, my favorite character out of the whole thing was actually the guy that was recording uh, his uh, his internet show. He, I like how he's all like, I don't give a shit. He's like, I'm going to make a million dollars off my reality show. I'll, I'll yeah. do your fucking piece of shit internet show. That's fine. That was my favorite character. That dude is real. That's yeah. you working out my uh, YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that was my final thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, I think it was a, it was a fun watch. Uh, it actually dealt with some, like, pretty pretty serious, like, emotional stuff at one point they dove deep into a lot of like you know how yaya said like some of the character development that you really kind of got to understand the mindset of a lot of these people um so i think the, the the filmmakers did a good job in that like i got to understand why some things were happening that that was that was what you look for in a documentary you look for answers and i think they did a good job in that so in that sense i was i was satisfied by watching this so it was yeah, it was a fun watch. Yeah, I'll say that uh, if you want to see the complete dynamism of humanity, you watch this show, man. It's every single person you can think of is in the show. Everybody is a victim of something and everybody is a uh, per perpetrator of something. And I felt so bad for that dude, his campaign manager, that had to watch what <laughs> Travis did. And in oh, the end, yeah, the FBI the FBI guys tried to screw him over and he's like, no, like along the way, all these people forgot what they were trying to do to save the animals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with that. Um, so with that closing statement, I just want to say Carol Baskin fucking killed her husband. Nope. Somebody killed him. Somebody killed right in the meat. Investigate right. that bitch. Okay. <laughs> all right. With that being said, guys, this is great. Uh, thanks yeah. everybody who's listening. Um, and we look forward to next week when we take you back to the future. Bye. Bye. Wash your hands. <laughs>